1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. BXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Moose, a confident and compulsive hopeless romantic who is born to entertain.
2: Love a good night at home. Love a good night with a sheet mask, bathrobe, and Hallmark movie.
1: Breezy, a kind-hearted, semi-responsible, 20-something who always wants to be the center of attention.
3: I love being horizontal. Being horizontal
2: is my favorite.
1: The number one hit music station, 98PXY.
2: Welcome back to the show. It's Peaks Y Mornings with Moose and Breezy Breeze. Looking at a high of 43 degrees, but be careful out there, guys. We're expecting wind gusts of up to 45 miles per hour.
3: Close those umbrellas or you're going to take flight. (laughs) i run Burgundy. You, can you imagine? No. I really can't.
2: <laughs> it's like... It's only things you see in movies. Right. That's how Spirit Airlines... Spirit gets around like that. Mm-hmm. They don't have engines. use umbrellas. It's, be, it's better for the environment. Sure.
3: Anyways, with... Although, like, you know, it's not that cold yet. Yeah. It was 60 degrees over the weekend. There are still a lot of things that are taking place that remind you of winter. You know, people not leaving their house, flu
2: season, people getting sick. Packages getting stolen off your front of porch. Course.
3: Hot off the heels of me being sick. You know, just my throat closing and my voice being lost. But other than that, nothing major. But when you're sick, I don't care if you're 2 or 92, you should stay home, right?
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And like... If you have the ability to do so. okay you think about that i mean some people can't afford to be able to do that right but go ahead but i know we got a message i'm just i don't know what it's who it's from what it's about
3: danielle's here she messaged me last night on instagram she was pissed and
2: she's, when, when is somebody not pissed no, when fully. they when they message you specifically, I don't get a whole lot of pissed off messages. Those
3: usually <laughs> I mean, go straight to you. not pissed at me, I don't think, but... She's just venting. I think, I think I just give that energy of like vent. You know what I mean? So
2: No, I, I feel like I'm in a safe space with you. Sure. For sure. Go ahead.
3: So Danielle is a, a mom of two little kids. And she shared a message with me that she wanted me to share with our listeners. And I was like, you know what? I'll send it. Why not? She writes, as we enter, in my opinion, one of the most selfish seasons of the year, I want to take a moment and remind people, mostly other parents with children, if your children are sick, keep them home. Mm. I repeat, if your children are sick, keep them home. I'm so sick and tired of these parents continuing to send their kids to school or daycare when they know their child is carrying an illness and putting other children at risk. I don't, I understand that kids are germy and sometimes it's inevitable. But if you are well aware that your kid is sick, runny nose, fever, cough, and still continue to put them on the bus, you are the problem. I understand that it's obviously a major inconvenience for you to have to stay home with them, but welcome to being a parent. Your boss getting pissed at you or your kid missing a day or two of school is not worth infecting 10 other kids. It's just not. I know it's not just me who feels this way. And I'm speaking for a lot of other parents who want others to know, be a part of the solution, not the problem. Thanks for your time, Danielle.
2: Be a part of the solution. Don't be a part of the problem. Okay.
3: So, I understand what she's saying. Again, we're not parents. If you're, ju- you don't time. need
2: to be. Just let's do the math here for a second. If your children are sick, keep them home. Th- not if everybody's capable sick, of doing that.
3: Keep them home.
2: Right. I understand. I listen. I get that. How many times have we come into work feeling horrendous or like crap and you push through it? Sometimes you just got to do it. Not everybody has the means to have somebody watch their children. You know what I mean? Because you got to be at work and you just cannot afford to miss whatever it is, whatever responsibility you have. You have to be there. And sometimes it's just easier to, hey, hey, Chad, Tanner, I need you guys to toughen up today. Mommy's got to go to work. Yeah, I don't
3: agree with that.
2: Yeah, I see. I'd, I'm i putting myself in the parents' shoes and I, I, I it just makes sense to me. What do you guys think 5852529800 because if you have a sick child and you know you can't miss work, you don't have any other options for somebody else to watch them. What do you do in that specific situation?
3: I mean like I I don't understand how you have just no options.
2: Some parents don't. Not everybody has like parents or some a backup person they can call to watch the kids in short notice not why, everybody but not everybody why has that luxury wouldn't,
3: why wouldn't you have something in place that's what i don't understand if your
2: kid wakes up last second and he's like i have covid i got the flu can't go to school they're like
3: get your ass on the bus Johnny. you don't
2: you don't have that anyone that's so
3: selfish to me
2: no, I, I don't think it's selfish. I think it's just a part of if life. you're
3: sending your kid to school with COVID, that's selfish. Period. Point blank.
2: Give him a mask. Give the kid a mask.
3: A mask?
2: Yeah. What if you got a presentation at work you got to do that morning and you can't miss it? Your job depends on it. Well, you got to weigh out your options here. What's more important? Just send, just send Tanner off on the bus, you know, with a mask.
3: Oh my gosh! There's That's, a lot of text I'll just, coming in, like, here's and a, they're all over the board. Let me let me go this here. This is nutty.
2: Well, here, look. Here's the first one right here. I got to read this because this makes total sense. Um, Mary says, "I said this during the pandemic. More responsibility needs to be put on businesses to provide childcare in sick days for working parents." So until something changes where parents are not penalized for missing work to care for their sick children, we're going to get sick children. And if parents are willing to send their kids to school with flu and and COVID and what have you, they're going to send their kids to school with anything. I agree. And I mean anything.
3: Anything. Yeah, I don't know. The the text line is just blown to smithereens right now. 585-252-9800. 5, 5, 2, 5, 2, you can weigh in. Um, where do I even begin? If your kid has a fever and is throwing up, do not send them to school. The sniffles is one thing, but a fever and vomit is totally different. Stay home. Nope. If you don't have options, you stay home with them. Be a part Sorry, that's being a part of a parent. I'm with Moose on this one. What do you do when you have four kids and they don't all get sick at the same time? What options do you have left, Breezy? I don't know. I'm not in your situation of being a parent. But all I know is that you should have something in your back pocket, a a, a get-out-of-jail-free card, an emergency contact, a phone a friend.
2: Like, I'm confused here. To come over and watch all four of your kids last minute?
3: Well, th- in this case, she said not all four kids got sick at once. But um, this person says, other issue is sickness are lasting forever right now. Why are they lasting forever? Because they just continue to send their kids to school. And just when they think their immune immune system is building up and fixing everything, Patricia comes in with another cold.
2: Ah, Patricia.
3: Not Patty.
2: See, when parents get... F- I mean, there's got to be... F- Family sick days. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's an option. You know, everybody gets sick days at work. But, but unless like, even you, if, when
3: you use the sick days, there's there's just...
2: You're penalized.
3: You're So penal- much attitude.
2: Yeah, you're penalized.
3: So much attitude. Let's be
2: honest. Nobody wants to call in sick, especially if you're not the one sick. No boss wants to hear, I'm sorry, I can't make it in today. I know I was supposed to be there, but... Two out of my three children are sick, and I, I have to watch them. It, look, that's being a parent. You have to do it, but it's not a good look. It's just not. So you're saying being a parent isn't a good look? No, I'm saying- Like,
3: that's just what it is. is.
2: I'm Well, listen, not everybody's that understanding. You got businesses and companies, and you got a role to play. Not everybody is that forgiving, Breezy. You know how pissed off our boss gets when you call in sick.
3: Literally yesterday, call in sick. He goes, "Feel better, period."
2: He's he he doesn't like that. Feel
3: better, period. I'm like, I didn't do that to you when you called in sick, but okay. Nevertheless, it doesn't. Nevertheless, it just makes me upset because like nobody wants to be sick. Like you're, I already feel like garbage, and you're making me feel like even more like garbage. Why? For why? For what? You being a like. Uh, not understanding is not going to make me any better, any quicker. You know what I mean? Especially when you know I have kids. Like
2: You don't have kids.
3: I you personally don't, don't have kids. <laughs> but I'm just you saying, don't have kids. <laughs> I'm just saying, a company knows if somebody they hired has kids. Um, I know,
2: but it's just sometimes it can be a real big inconvenience
3: that's not rocket science we know that this person says i'm a teacher and my kids have been sick non-stop and when they're not sick anymore i am i've taken time off of work to be a parent and continue and could continue to not spread germs i don't like getting other kids sick why would i be willing to send my kids to school with other kids sick it makes no sense to me period that's from a teacher another thing You're not just putting other kids at risk. You're putting the teachers at risk. You're putting the lunch monitors at risk. You're putting the bus drivers at risk. Like, it's just the most selfish thing you can do. No.
2: Yeah. Listen, I'm not saying it's not selfish. Get on the bus,
3: Johnny, and just cover your mouth. I just, I hope you get through it. There's
2: a lot of parents listening right now or people who have kids who have been guilty. Of sending course. their kids to school when they haven't been feeling great because you got a job to do and you got to get to work and you have no other option. But
0: sometimes
3: it backfires on you when you get a call from the school nurse, your kid's vomiting, Patricia, come get them. And they're like,
2: oh, I'm I'm at work. I don't know yeah. one parent who's named their daughter Patricia. And I, I know you use that name a lot. I just <laughs> have been run into a whole lot old of
3: names of are coming eight-year-old
2: Patricias in Rochester. I have it.
3: This person says, I'm sorry, but unless you're throwing up and have a fever, you're going to school. Right. Oh, my God.
2: I agree. Let me see you vomit I'm in front of me. So nope. 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 You're not dry. Nope. You're going to school. Get on the bus. I'm Here's a mask.
3: Actually, the most grossed out I've ever been.
2: So there it is. So the verdict is if you got a job and you're a single mom and you may have three, four kids, some of you nine or ten, if that's the case. And none of them are throwing up. Put them all on the bus. Send them to school. Get to work. You got a job to do because you got to keep food on the table.
3: This was so split. Yeah, it was actually so split. I can't even go one way or another. Your job, your first job, is to be a parent. Priorities, period. Oops. I don't know. It's um. It's a nutty. It's a nutty thing. It's un. It's uncharted waters.
2: No, it is trying to navigate. It is, because unless you've actually been in that experience yourself, you don't really know what you would do until you actually experience it yourself. Mm -hmm. That's true. And me, if they are not throwing up and there's no fever, get your ass on the bus. I got a show to do. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> PXY
1: Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Badfest. The number one hit music station, 98 PXY.
3: There is a big push forward to have people grab new jobs. Union workers and caregivers at URMC are moving forward with the one-day strike this week after talks of new contracts fell flat. Mm. More strikes... More opportunity to hopefully get some more money here. Uh, The group of nearly 2,000 employees demanding a higher wage and better benefits to help retain and recruit more workers. Um, It'll be a 17-hour strike, and it's set to begin tomorrow at 6 a.m. So this is a different union, URMC, and uh, it's different than like the nurses' strikes that we've seen because – they're not just the nurses. They're healthcare workers in general.
2: I wouldn't mind going down there with a sign. Oh. I wouldn't mind. I'm going to staple a nice sign to a stick, and I'm going to march on down there. See you soon. <laughs> I mean, everybody, especially this time of year, everybody needs to be making a little bit more money. I just heard that the minimum wage, according to you, Catherine holkle is going to go up to $15 an hour. Hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. Which I believe is... Um, I always thought it should be like right now, going into 2024, like 1750 an hour seems that seems legit. You know what yeah. I mean? For people to really have some sort of stability in their life, right. to actually be able to make a a living, mm-hmm. for sure. We need the money. We need to get our bag. Get Everybody's that bag. working their asses off over here. We're not we're not getting enough cut. Get that bag. Especially with the cost of living today. I mean, everything's going up. I know. But people's paychecks are not. Can we talk about these uh, porch pirates for one second? Because police are warning people. um, And they have a few tips on how to keep your online packages safe. Because thieves are, they're stealing them right off your porch. And the Monroe County Sheriff's Office is looking for a man who they believed stole a package that was sitting on a porch in Penfield. Why are they looking specifically for that one? I mean, (laughs) packages get stolen every day off people's porches. Right. It just goes to show you guys that uh, theft can happen anywhere, even in the safe, quaint neighborhood of Penfield. Best tip is to have the package delivered to a secured place if you won't be home, says Deputy Brennan Hurley. I know they have Amazon lockers around the city. Maybe that's an option. Um, You know, unless, because a lot of people like me, I'm waiting on a package from UPS, Uh, The Brighton Police Department is, excuse me, is also dealing with multiple cases of thieves stealing packages within the last couple of weeks. So this has really been ongoing. They put out an alert to the community on their crime watch page to be on the lookout because these people are ruthless. They will sit there on your street, wait for packages to be delivered. Or if you live in an apartment complex That's been a bigger issue, because Brighton police say these thieves are doing their holiday shopping right at your front door. Mm -hmm. They're investigating packages stolen recently at multiple apartment complexes in the neighborhood of Glenwood and Monroe Avenue. Jeez. And residents are fed up because thieves are taking packages right from the lobbies, right from the mailrooms. Russo is the office manager for one of the apartment complexes, and she says she's tried to come up with a solution and partner with Amazon for secure delivery, but... I mean, part of the issue is, let's be honest, part of the issue is delivery services. Amazon has a key for businesses. I've, she goes, I've hooked up with them. They have a passcode where they can get into the security door. Not all of them are doing it. So we still have issues with packages being stolen. My last apartment building, Amazon was the biggest headache because some of them had a key to get in, Mm -hmm. but majority of them would just throw your package over the fence. Lazy. So it would just be sitting in the courtyard. Over the fence. Just toss it right over the fence. So they're saying, you you guys got to use caution when having packages delivered. If you work in an office, some have the option of having everything delivered to their work. Some don't. Especially if you're a freelance plumber or you work in construction, you know. Ma'am, I'm having all my Christmas gifts be delivered to your house. Don't hope that's you or- okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's fine. Uh, so good luck, guys. Be She's on the like, lookout. what if
3: you're not here? I'll come back later and get it. Don't worry. Don't Coming up
2: worry on the about. show, would you date someone who is separated but still not divorced? Ooh. 585-252-9800. Got a message from a listener who is wondering if she should feel guilty or not. Dating a man who is still legally married. We'll read you her message and see what you guys uh, think right after the break. And don't forget, we still got a chance for you to win tickets to go see Pink coming up right after 8 o'clock on PXY. Happy Holidays. Hey,
0: this is Taylor Swift. What's up? This is Doja Cat. Hey, this is Timmy Merry Christmas
1: and Happy Holidays to everyone out there. Happy Holidays from 98PXY.
2: Would you date someone who is separated but not divorced? It's PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Do you think it's a red flag when someone you're dating tells you they're still legally married? Oh. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> yes, they live in separate houses, but they tell you they're still married because of cost or health insurance, kids, etc. Whatever. They can't afford all the lawyer fees yet, but they're in the process of trying to divorce. It's just taking longer than usual. So This is way more common than not. You better be believe that, yeah. I would definitely say it's more common, especially with today. So get this message from Becca, and I'm chatting back and forth. I said, "What? Well, what's the situation that you're you want to put out there what's the actual message she's like i don't know if i should feel guilty or not and she goes on to say uh can you do me the biggest favor can you guys just help me out because i've been struggling with this and wanted to see if anyone else has been in the same boat with dating someone who isn't officially divorced yet she goes on to say i feel like it's more common today i go back and forth on if i should feel guilty about this met the greatest guy a few weeks back okay we've been spending a lot of time together i love it my best friend told me someone separated still means they're married and it's technically cheating. Plus, you're not in the right fr- uh, frame of mind to date while separated, even if you are getting divorced. Does anyone in 2023 think this is wrong? And then she says, He told me that they will, him and his ex, will eventually get divorced. But with all the legal fees, along with health insurance stuff, it's in their best interest to just not. Live together and to wait to try and divorce in the near in the near future. I believe what he is saying. I guess I'm just asking: Is it still considered cheating since you are st- still legally married? Mm-hmm. Breezy, your thoughts.
0: Um,
3: I don't know if it's considered cheating if the other person knows about it, right? Like if the ex spouse,
2: yeah. yeah. I don't
3: it's such a sticky. I
2: guess under the law, the New York State law, would it be considered cheating? But sticky situation. It is a little bit sure, it's especially not... the ones that tell you, "Yeah, we're, we're divorcing," and the spouse knows nothing of it. Like, no, I thought we were still happily married.
3: <laughs> really? We just <laughs> you know, celebrated ten years. Yeah,
2: you know those
3: that you know that happens. It's, that is, um, that's a classic that more than a lot of people go through, which is tough. But no, I. I hate this like uncharted territory because a lot of the time like you said Moose they're in situations where they're like oh yeah like we're separated but we're not legally divorced and a lot of the time it leads a lot of open open for interpretation type of type of thing like sure sure how do i know you're telling the truth and like you have to be a little weary of people that you don't know that well. Yeah, no, of course that are being yeah
2: hundred percent truthful with you. Becca has been hanging out with this guy just a couple of weeks. So I'm sure there's a lot of conversations yet that still haven't been had. Uh, right. Let me go to the phones. Uh, hello, PXY. Is this Katie? Yes. Hi, talk to us, Katie. What's the, uh, what do you think?
0: So I'm in the same situation. Okay. I actually have been legally separated for over a year. Okay. Um, myself and as well as my soon-to-be ex-husband both have significant others. Okay. And um, it does take a long time as far as the legal process goes. It's sure. not just something that you
2: it's can not like wave a magic
0: wand and be like, Oh, yay, we're divorced. It, right. it yeah. does take a while.
2: It's an exhausting, draining process, I've been told. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And especially, too, when we have a child involved... Um, you know, she's only three. So unfortunately, you know, she doesn't understand any of that, which is great. Um, but you know, he has his separate family. I have my separate family. We all love our daughter and, um, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where the legal system is, you know, just on its own separate time. And,
2: well, let me ask I- you something, yeah, Katie, real quick. When you jumped into this new relationship with your significant other now, is that a conversation you had to have with your soon-to-be ex-husband of that you were actually going to do that?
0: Um, It was kind of, yeah, like a mutual thing. We knew we were separating. I actually moved out of state from where we were living.
2: Oh, yes. I'm sure mm-hmm. that made it easier.
0: Yes. So it was kind of like my business is not in your face. My business is not in... Your face, you know, is kind yeah. of like one of those things where it's not stalking each other in social media and seeing what the other person, you know, doing with their significant other. So, I mean, I know everyone's situation is a little different, but.
2: Um, so let me ask yeah, you I this. Don't, cause I don't ki- believe it's cheating. OK, because Kimberly is texting in right now. Uh, Kimberly says, absolutely not. I could care less if we're not living together and have been separated three to four years. If the divorce is not final, then it's 100% cheating. It's really that black and white. And you obviously disagree with what Kimberly's saying. Well, not if you're both on the same page.
0: Yeah, not if we're both on the same page. And also, too, we've gone through the legal process. So it's literally just waiting for them to sign a stupid piece of paper saying, you're divorced.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Katie, thank you so much. I appreciate the call. Thanks, guys. You got it. Interesting. Very interesting. This person says, my then-husband and I both dated while separated. In fact, he moved in with his girlfriend before our divorce was finalized. I was okay with it. Mm -hmm. It depends on if the person you are dating is comfortable or not. Give you an example. I started seeing a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, It was more long distance. She was Northern California. I was South in L.A. And... Turns out, the roommate that she has been living with, that I knew nothing about, was her ex-husband. Oh! I was like, so you guys still live together? She's like, yeah, but we're not officially together. But you're not technically divorced? No. I said, well, you you could see how uncomfortable that would make me then, right? I was like, does he know? I had so many questions because at this point, she's just throwing bombs at me. And I'm like, hold on a second. How long did it take for you to realize that? Oh, it was a couple months in. She said she had a roommate. She never said it was him. I'm like, you know what? I'm not comfortable with this whatsoever. I said, this is just weird. And I said, not to mention. Why lie? If you're going to get into a relationship with someone, have the ability to offer them a clean slate. Not all of this baggage. Where you're playing this guessing game. It's ridiculous. Oh, you're
3: pissed. I was
2: very upset with her. Yeah. You she's never talked very, to her like No, she was so manipulative. Uh, Michelle says, I don't feel like holding someone hostage because the divorce isn't final um, is the best option. That process can take years, just like Katie said. Mm. Uh, it's not fair to either person. If you're in a marriage with someone who is controlling, abusive, et cetera, and you're in the process of ending it, why should you continue to forfeit a chance at happiness if you desire to find a compatible partner? That I agree with. Michelle does have a point there. I don't know if that's Becca's situation. She's just having a good time with <laughs> a guy she met two weeks ago at uh, wherever they were.
3: I have a friend The who,
2: swan dive.
3: Yeah. I have a friend who's like in this situation right now, and the wife ex-wife whatever you want to call them yeah like constantly stalks her instagram and like oh that's tough all this stuff it's a tough scene and when they're not on the same page that's when it can get really messy because you have one bitter ex whether it be the man or the woman and they reach out to said new person and they're like You have no idea
2: he was in my bed last
3: night. Like, you know what I mean? And that's where it's like, this is too drama for me. Like, I shouldn't have to deal with all of this.
2: Right. It's like, yes, I do know that. I put a hidden camera on your television. (laughs) (laughs) This person person says I'm separated and dating. My divorce will be finalized next month. (laughs) By which time I would have been separated for two years. So yes, I think my mindset is fine. I am always honest with my situation. Some guys don't like it. As if they expect my husband to come home while we're in the middle, while we're in the middle of having sex or something. Oh my God. Some guys dig that though. They get off on knowing that they're possibly having sex with a married woman. This oh my is God. an interesting t- <laughs> Sir? <laughs> All right. Pop off. Do your thing. Um, Wowsies. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Becca, it's your call. It, it sounds like uh, if he is separated, the only thing you need to do on your part is a hundred percent make sure that his wife is aware of it. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Yeah. If she is and she's cool with it, then then we're good. Cool, 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 cool. Play, play on, playa, play on. <laughs>